didn't have to start off like that that was the first thing that came to mind though i was like yeah yeah you know what this is this is another episode of spit session it's and for the first time in a long time we actually have a guest um i could introduce them but i want to give people a chance to introduce themselves and then i'm gonna start talking talking shit because i have i feel a way about something and i want to get it off my chest but would you care to introduce yourself yeah, what's up? Well, yeah, I respect that. Thanks for letting me speak for myself, I guess. Uh, what's up? My name's uh, Rocky Rockwell. I'm like 28, I think. And I think first and foremost, I'm a music fan and like a music consumer. Um, that's led me down a lot of paths. Uh, I've DJed for hip hop artists like Ski Master Slump God, Ugly God, Suicide Boys, Dunk Tours and all that stuff. Um, was in radio for a long time. Uh, but like I said, I love music first and foremost, and that's like all that I like ever had to begin with. And so like that's kind of, you know, probably the most important part of my identity. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Um, but I'm a fan of this podcast as well. So I'm, I'm excited to finally let the tables turn and the perspective turn because I've been listening to you guys since, I mean, Delance, we met in what, four, three months had, ago? It had to be. No, actually, I think it was early september and okay. I'm, I'm apprehensive to say where because they be on bullshit but uh yeah no it was it was legit like from the start we connected as the tallest people in the room immediately <laughs> so yeah, i just man. looked across the room we made eye contact easily i was like oh shit who's this and we just started chitty chatting um, yeah and, you, and here we are chitty chatting chitty chatting yeah. Chatting chitty, yeah, chatting yeah. chitty, yeah, yeah. I'm with that action. So, all right, cool. So now that you know who we got here, um, along with, I'm gonna let Reggie say hi at least because he's just chilling. I was just taking it all in, taking it all. <laughs> in. Okay. He he had a, an amazing intro. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He's he's a talker and a walker at the same hope, time. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Can I kick it off real quick? Hey Reggie, can I ask you a question real quick? Yes. So last last episode, you're talking about the jerk chicken spot, and I just need to know what do you order there, bro? What like what like if I've never been there before, what what do I walk? What so do I... I haven't been yet because I have gastrointestinal issues, and it makes uh, anything more spicy than flaming hot's scary for my well being. But if you guys would like to make a pilgrimage and try it together, I, I I'm open to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, man. You could jerk yeah. that like the new boys, man. What color skinny jeans would you guys wear? Purple, duh, nigga. Purple, yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple, red, purple. red ranger. Yeah, I like yellow. I think yellow would be what I would go with in twenty twenty two. 
it, it just feels like too much. And I'm, I'm like light, <laughs> light skin too. I'm gonna look like Bert from Sesame Street. It's a whole situation. I don't know if I need to do that necessarily, but I am happy that you started it off talking about food because um, you've heard us chit chatting and bullshitting and whatnot, and um, we cover things like it gets serious sometimes, but we try to keep things lighthearted. So I'm gonna start off kind of lighthearted, but I am super serious. Uh, McDonald's count your fucking days, you bitch ass niggas, because this 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 Frankenstein sandwich that they shit that they doing. Have you Reggie? You are you familiar wait, with what wait, I'm wait. talking so, about? Yeah, sadly, uh, I had to resort to eating McDonald's a couple of days ago. Likewise. Like but ones. I don't think it doesn't come in the bag. Like you have to construct it yourself, right? nigga. Just... Yes, yes. It. Do, why? What? what <laughs> like, if who the fuck? Who the fuck made that a thing? Like, what is the point? I, I'm I'm severely pissed off by that because I got <laughs> I got the breakfast shits, uh, no pun intended, and I was like, yo, let me get the motherfucking. I don't know if it was a sausage biscuit with a hash brown on, or a, a biscuit, or a sausage muffin, whatever the fuck that shit was. I ordered it. And when it came in the bag, I was like, nah, they kind of fucked this up because I don't see a sausage McMuffin with a hash brown on it. I just see a sausage McMuffin and a hash brown on the side. Why? Why I got to do that? And I feel like I paid for something else. So I'm trying to figure out why my <laughs> why my labor was was needed to get what I needed for, well, from I the think, menu. I think they wasted their own effort making those signs because anybody who's going to make that presumably like in their car is doesn't need instructions or ideas. No, none at all. That's essentially what that was. Cause I've been doing this shit for years. When I first saw that they started offering it, I was like, Oh nah, uh, this, these niggas finally on the wave. I was like, cool. That's what's up. They're going to do it for me. Wait, 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 wait. Now you need to regale us with what creations. Well, you know I, what I'm saying? I got one too, man. We used to call it the, there we had a variety of names. Uh, I guess the name was a, uh, either the McBarnyard where you take a McChicken and you take the bottom piece of bread out and you stack that onto a McDouble and we would call that the McBarnyard or the McDank and uh oh my gosh del- delicious I'm a I'm a fan I, I I fast food is a vice of mine so Ooh. I kind of lean into how much I like McDonald's and just kind of you know, take it for what it is, but yeah, I, oh boy, mm, love me some combinations. What are y'all cooking up? What, what, mm-hmm. what's your go-to? Look, listen to me, man. You got to take that motherfucking sausage McMuffin, right? Bust that bitch open, right? Put the jelly and the strawberry jam on it. Mm. You got to put the hash brown on there. Real easy peasy type shit, you know, but the thing is you got to bite both, both edges of the hash brown. So it fit on there without poking out all crazy and it would be symmetrical, but I've been doing it. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing new. It's nothing ridiculous. Um, also, the sausage biscuit, I'll just add some cheese to that, and I'll do the same thing, even though you got to be careful with that one because the biscuit is a little bit drier than the McMuffin, so it might be mm. a choke sandwich, but it, it works out. It's not a Popeye's biscuit, so that's what I used to be on, you know, and uh, Rockwell, I think I've heard of that, but for some reason, the people that I've come across have referred to the sandwich that you just named as a McGangbang. Okay, I, I I didn't know where we were at with like terms of services, but that's what we would call it too. Okay. But I didn't okay. want to be the one to say that. <laughs> <first>. <laughs> I was like, hey, look, I was like, look, if you if you've seen it, you've seen it. I was like, I'm yeah. yeah, I was like, I'd say it worse. I'm gonna just be, I'm gonna just keep it. 
hundred. Yeah, imagine the next next guest you guys have on the podcast. Yeah, so uh, is that the guy talk about gang bangs? Am I gonna have to talk about that shit gang, too? Gang yeah, bangs no. all in your mouth. You a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> hey. uh, Reggie, you ain't never you ain't never smacked some bullshit together and ate it all all recklessly. Nah, I usually just take it as it comes. Stick stick by the book. You you what, what call. I've you never dip put it. four McNuggets on top of a Big Mac. Mm, okay. What about like one of the pictures? Dipping fries into a frosty. Does that count no. and or apply? Uh uh-uh. I, I mean it might, but I that's something I just never did. I just what? I, I don't I have a I have like a line. I was just like, I don't think <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I never done it. I've seen people do it, but it just it just I don't know. I don't know. I just, oh, I'm gonna just leave it alone. I heard it's good. Sweet and savory. There's a time and place for everything. I hope both of them occur to you and you are presented with mm-hmm. a frosty in one hand and some of them nice, crispy French fries. And you just look at them, you say, Today's the day. And you go for it. And I hope you like it, most of all. Mm, one day. I'm, I feel more incentive to actually try it now. So I, I guess down the line I will. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and ask Reggie. What you been up to? We we usually start off with like, yo, okay. Like, you know, you as a person, are you well? What's going on? How you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. So I ain't seen him in a minute. So I would like to know. Uh man, I've been working a lot and it sucks. Work, oh, working for, for a living is like the worst shit, man. I, I haven't sucks. had to do this in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, shit is ass. I had to buy a car. That also sucked. So it cost a million dollars. Yeah. Do you know yeah, do you know about the shit with the cars right now? No. Oh, the used cars are costing like out the ass when they shouldn't or some shit like that. Yeah. So I had to get a new car and pay like over MSRP for it because I can't like just the stuff that I do. I need a, a car. So. You're using, using a lot of words I don't understand. So I'm going to take them as just dis- oh, like the list <laughs> price. You know, so you go usually you go into the dealership and they're like, this car is twenty two thousand dollars. And you're like, I'll give you twenty. And they're like, OK, deal. Right. And then mm-hmm. now. Uh, they're like, okay, I know it says it's this much, but there's like the COVID something, something. So they tack on like a few more thousand dollars. Mm, you can only get them so low. What you end but, up what you end up getting? Did you get one of them like three wheeled weirdo motorcycles we'd be seeing niggas drive in the summer and shit? <laughs> they have those a lot by my house. Like disgusting. M- more by my house than I've seen anywhere. Like probably if you go to Florida or some shit, you see a lot of them, but I see a lot of them on the south side. Uh I got like a little like small SUV thing, mm-hmm. but uh, okay. Congratulations! Yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't. Thank you. I didn't have a car for like a month, which I mean is is kind of fine. But you know, it's like I usually have equipment and shit that I got to take around, so like it wasn't working out so well for me. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. Congratulations. As as for myself, I just been chilling. Um. Oh shit, that's right. Uh, I've been working and whatnot. And this upcoming Wednesday. I'm going to have the first event that I am hosting uh, at the Native, which is a place, a bar in Logan Square. It's called. Damn, I'm just this. now hearing about it. What is this? Come on, nigga. I've been. Uh, I mean, well, probably my bad, but I've been posting stuff. It's uh the Switch Social, and it's not what you might think it is. It's a Nintendo Switch Social. So if you got <laughs> certain kinks, you can still come. But no pun intended. But you you're not gonna be getting your ass beat or beating anybody's ass in there. Um, but people just bring the Nintendo Switches. We're gonna do like a little Mario Kart type tournament. Um, gonna have little prizes for the winners and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to that. So is there a dunk it, take? Can we throw a ball at a target and then you fall into some water? Uh, nah, nah, I'm good on that. No, nah, 
Nah, couldn't couldn't get the waivers off. The lawyers weren't going for the mm-hmm. dunk tank. Not me. Yeah, I'm different. Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm in there talking. though. I'm in there, and I'm playing Switch. I've been playing Switch. I've been playing uh, uh, Ocarina of Time, the old Zelda, the 64 thing. But mm-hmm. my like uh, Mario Kart specifically on the Switch is just muscle memory to me. I know exactly what kart I'm using, what wheels I'm using, in what specific CC we're racing. So I'm I'm walking out of there with a trophy. I'm, I'm now I just need to manifest it. So yeah, I'm I'm rooting for you honestly. And, and honestly, I'm really excited for you to throw that event, and I'm yeah. here to support. I'm I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Exactly. I'm I'm. This is the first time I'm doing something like this, so I'm excited. I'm also excited for the people yourself included coming through to show support. So it's going it's going to be lit, bro. If you need um, me to, I'll DJ that thing for free if you want or something. Shoot. Talk, okay. We can talk about that later. We'll talk about that yeah, later. No, we'll talk for about sure. that later. But I'm there no matter what. I'm there no matter what. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, so I guess I'm going to just segue into like the other non-serious but kind of serious thing that I've been jumping into. I've been playing Wordle all crazy. Reggie, have you touched that yet? Um, You sent me a link that said, you need to play this shit. And then I clicked it and saw what it was and went, nah, I'm good. I have a habit of being a pusher sometimes. I'm sorry. But, bro, I get up, and one of the first things I do, I feel like it it kind of gets my my brain going, is hop on Wordle, which I think is a is a game that used to be uh, owned by some people in the, in the UK. So I will say this is a testament to making shit happen if you can. Shouts out to the individuals that made that shit and was like, they yo, I'm going to let it. Yeah, to New York Times. And he's like, yo, I'm going to let niggas guess words, and I'm going to just kick back and choose a different five-letter word like every day. And the New York Times bought that shit. So shouts out to y'all. Shouts out to everybody to play. I'm trying to get a word in one guess one day, but it, it's not looking it's not looking <laughs> likely with, without cheating. Rockwell, you touching that? You been doing that? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm hip on it, though. Like, I know what it is. I know how to operate it. The longest time, though, I was like, I don't I, I understand what's going on. But, like, people would tweet about it with, like, emojis and, like, try to flex, yeah. like, how they sold it. I was like, it looks <laughs> like you're just playing Tetris on my timeline. Like, I really don't care about. But shout out to them. But I think it's really cool that, like. I don't know, like apps have the ability to just like embed themselves into people's lifestyles. Just like you said, like mm-hmm. waking up and like, oh, that's what I do when, you know, I'm mm-hmm. doing my my morning routine in whatever way that manifests itself. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that's a, I don't know, that's, it's, 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 it's dope to see that, man. I'm a, I'm a geek and a nerd for a consumer behavior. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I think it's really cool to just see how and like New York Times is now just going to what put ads in there and tell you to buy newspapers i assume right i, I assume because they gonna have to because i know for a fact i'm not picking them hoes up when i see them and anytime i do look for an article online like i get to that page and they'll be like hey you want to you want to get a subscription so you can read this i'm like bro you know i didn't come here to pay for nothing like get them <laughs> words on my screen stop bullshitting with me but shouts out to them and shouts out to making it work I think uh, another big thing for New York Times because they're so my father and his father played crosswords like they're forever, right? Every single morning, that's what they do. And like they know which day of the week has the hardest ones. And the New York Times, I think it's like Saturday morning, it's always the hardest, like the hardest, hardest, hardest crossword. And so it's cool to see them like essentially buy into, I don't know, an electronic version of that same thing where we all have the same word that we're trying to find out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Agree, agree. I mean, because especially now it's so easy to hop on some shit that isn't 
mentally stimulating, I guess, if mm-hmm. it makes any sense. I, I just like ways to connect with other people because crossword just like, all right, cool, solo. Like, I don't want to sit here and sit there and talk to a nigga about what we're going to wear because that's like more time consuming. This shit is concise. You get a few guesses. Bro, just try it. Both of y'all just try it one day. I'm, I, I ain't got nothing to gain. I ain't got I nothing to gain. Yeah, yeah. Just it's just like water cooler talk. Oh, like how many guesses this will take you today? Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's just like, yo, come on now. Um, but that's just been fun. I've been playing games and whatnot. Usually I would do like Magic the Gathering or some shit like that. But no, no, no. It's good to have some like a little itty bitty and stuff. Reggie, you just you you tend to go against the, the grain with most mass. <laughs> I'm not fun- trying to be like that. I just I opened it and I saw so like it all clicked, right? Like, because I've seen the Wordle stuff in the timeline. And I was like, oh, this is how you actually play it. And I was like, I don't, I don't think I want to do this every day. Eh. Mm, okay. I respect that. But it's all good. But that's not the only game or, or thing that's been getting bought up by niggas. Like, apparently, um, I got this down. Microsoft well, bought Blizzard or wow. some shit. And then Sony bought some other shit. It just looks like niggas is pulling like Disney moves when it comes to video games and shit. And I don't know what that means for the rest of us, but I mean, as long as people drop what I need, I'm not going to complain though, but everybody here plays something. So, uh, did anybody keep up with that shit at all? Yeah, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Reggie. Were you going to say something, Reggie? Uh, yeah. I mean, if I don't, I don't know, like all the super crazy details, maybe not as much as you all, but yeah, basically, I mean, Microsoft is buying up stuff because they're not, I mean, they're doing okay console-wise, but also, you know, it's like they're the PC platform for gaming, so it kind of makes sense, mm-hmm. I guess, to own the studios. And then I think Sony had said that they want more games-as-a-service shit, which I'm not into, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I I suspect what they're going to do is have uh, the Destiny people kind of make a new IP for them. Okay, got you. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is, Sony not doing okay until I get a PS5 because I finally <laughs> I finally got like an amount set to the side. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'm, I'm with that action. And these hoes going for a stack on the black market or whatever yeah. market it is. Facebook market, Instagram market, people trying to push some hoes for $1,000. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not a crackhead. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that shit. How you did know, you get I your shit? Best Buy. Like I was, um, yeah, I would have like all the alerts and shit on. And I was uh, working less hours and mostly from home. So I would just like the shit would pop off and be like, oh, Best Buy's dropping. I'll go get on my computer and click the checkout button uh, 8,000 times. And mm, it worked that, one of the times. That sound kind of risky for me, knowing how computers work and shit. Like it had been real wild. I didn't have scenarios where somebody clicked some shit all crazy and they was charged for each. For each well, that ain't going to work because you can't, you can't buy more than one probably can't okay. even buy one but yeah i mean I, I think we covered a little like i i mostly wanted one because my ps4 was dying like i had to have a fan shooting on it like i opened it up and cleaned all the dust out and then it was still had overheating issues um so i was kind of like trying to get a replacement and it didn't make sense to buy a ps4 pro no it didn't your shit was sounding like a sounding like a boeing jet when you would turn it on <laughs> yeah and it would it would crash like it would um because you know it turns itself off so it doesn't um damage the processor so yeah. certain games specifically would make it overheat and turn itself off okay gotcha understood uh i mentioned smoking crack for 
charging a stack for PS5s. And I was hoping that you would probably have a little bit more to say about this, Reggie. Reggie, uh, Rockwell, I'm not sure how many episodes you can listen to, but Reggie tends to be more in tune with the goofy movements of political <laughs> individuals. Okay, right on. If, yeah, for I think I've gathered bit. that from from the context. That Wait, I, there's a political crack movement right now. Apparently, <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, I'm pretty. There's sure not not a political crack yeah. movement. I mean. You're right. Exactly, Ronald Reagan. Thanks a lot. But <laughs> it's like, but but uh, I don't know if words get misconstrued. But there was a, there was talk of Joe Biden getting everybody free crack pipes, and I know I know. It wasn't accurate. Like that, there's no way that someone's actually gonna like get up. Well, they're saying that because his son does crack. Wait, actual crack cocaine? Like the Rock? Yeah. No, he no, got, you lying. Uh, well, I don't know how many of his sons are alive, but I know they're always bringing up like he's like so one of them crazy rich people who just be doing drugs and talking crazy. You don't remember we? Uh, I think we talked about it on here where he was uh talking about you're trying to sell me with these n-word prices and this and that no what what or hennessy prices he was talking fuck he's he's a fucking crazy ass nah this is on all new to me please do i'm down with that i'm down with that research also also rockwell you at the computer too if anything we say and sound crazy just do what i do <laughs> just like hold on wikipedia Google it. source yeah. ass motherfucker yeah i'm like hey hold on bro hold on hold let on. me let check me, this i need to open up google google yeah. scholar and Facts, another tab I, I, google free crack pipe right <laughs> free i swear to god free crack pipe biden right now and man, I, I need shit. another incognito browser for that man I mean, yeah, you, you might. <laughs> Laying low under the radar. That I, no, yeah, no, exactly. Especially because Reggie just sent me some shit. This is from last year. Hunter Biden repeatedly called his white lawyer the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, man. The N-word. Happy Black History Month, y'all. The happy Black you gotta, History You got to scroll down to uh, get to the quotes. Get to the quote. All right, I got you, bro. Let me see this shit uh, that made me start. Because... Nigga, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. He said that made me snarf my coffee, replied Messiahs, who was white. I just made that phrase up, by the way. Biden responded, adding, I should have had your lineage. Apparently, you do say Messiahs before Biden responded with, that's what I'm saying, nigga. (laughs) Oh, my God. How have you been celebrating Black History Month, Rockwell? Uh, Shutting the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Shutting the fuck up. How have you uh, been giving back to the community? Uh, no, for real though, supporting black owned businesses. Uh, went and saw my know. homeboy uh, perform some stand up comedy and uh, through chronic laughs. Shout out the good people out there. And I'm realizing, so I'm a, a taller, as, as noted earlier, I'm a taller gentleman. And when I sit down at stand up comedy things, like nine times out of 10, I just got to play my role and let the comedians just make fun of me. And at this point, I'm just starting to like, maybe I should just plan for it. You know what I mean? Like dress up all crazy and maybe let them just like have a really specific joke. You know what I mean? Like, it, like it, I can't hide. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so uh, it's it's fun to kind of just like play my role and like let people make fun of me like the last mm-hmm. comic i saw was calling me marshall mathers and stuff and like yeah uh, it was a good time it was it was she killed it it was it was a great time 
really good time. Honestly, I feel like you need to just go ahead, get cornrows, and go in dressed like Rick Raff oh and just sit right in, there on February in February on Black History Month. Fe- I mean, it's like a whole month of full moon activities for niggas. So I mean, you might as well just <laughs> lean into that shit and just see what you can make happen. Honestly, and yeah. speaking of Riff Raff, Reggie, uh, that is one of Reggie's top three favorites. Favorite no, artists. No, no, of- is that right? <laughs> <laughs> you have the track record of liking bad rappers. I, we, I'm not gonna say bad. I'm not gonna say bad. But like sometimes dudes that be on goofy shit. Like I lean into it. I'm not gonna call Lil B a bad rapper because you should. You should. I both of y'all. Nah. Well, I'm not gonna say both of y'all. Where's Ugly God fall on that spectrum? Where's Ugly God fall on that? Are you are you aware of Ugly God's music? Water. I was actually yeah, singing I beat my meat. I'm assuming that was you calling him and making his ringtone go off and I was singing I beat my meat. Can I tell you a funny like... story about that song? Oh, so, I want to hear it. I, I DJ Ugly God's DJ. Love that man. Um, we were performing in Columbus, Ohio, and I had my aunt, three cousins, and a girlfriend or two, whatever, come. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'll mm-hmm. have you guys come, whatever. Got them wristbands, whatever. I get the text that they're in there. It's like five minutes before we go on. We're on stage. I see them, and then I see my aunt, and I look down, and I'm like, Beat My Meat is the next song. And I, like, literally look at my cousin, who's tall as shit, and I just, like, put my hand over my ears, like the earmuffs thing, and I'm like, here we go! And it's like, you know, and Beat My Meat plays. It was just a really fucking that's that's gonna be like a family story for the rest of our lives when i told my aunt to cover her ears for beat my meat but it was a great time man it's uh yeah yeah so that there's a there's a whole genre of that i don't want to say genre but mm -hmm. there's a there's a time and place for that you know what i mean i'm a first thing i'm gonna say is there i would say it's a genre um a little bit it's just like feel good rapid raps a little bit is you know not necessarily a whole bunch of a whole bunch of bars is not you know quote unquote real hip-hop as some people would put it but you listen to it it either makes you chuckle laugh or it just feels good mm-hmm. the fact that you don't have to take it seriously is a reprieve. but you tried to say ludicrous was bad bro fuck I, i'm not getting listen hey that shit would Whoa. not age Hold well now I, I mean, now, look, I, now i gotta pull up google scholar to see no gotta fact check that and you no, are wrong. Listen, okay all right all right uh-uh. let's listen I'm y'all activating me. That shit. Look, that shit would not. I just, all I said was just like some of the bars wouldn't hold up as well as they used to. I not had this argument a few times, but the thing is, it depends on the context. If I approach you and you know I'm a goofy motherfucker, and I say some shit, and it's just like, oh okay, you know, you'll take it a different way than an individual who's like I'm one of the I'm one of the best rappers in the game. Like I'm one of the greats. Blah 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 blah. And then walked up and just said. You doing whole activities with whole tendencies. Hoes are your friends. Hoes are your enemies. You'd be like, bro, if you don't get the in twenty twenty two, you gonna look this nigga hip-hop, in his eyes. Hip hop, hip hop, right, hip-hop. right. That's motherfucking bars, nigga. Like you gonna look <laughs> you this nigga in the nothing. face. Yeah, you don't know nothing about that. I'm gonna be like, bro, get the fuck out my face. All I'm saying is, Lil B, even though he was a goofy ass rapper, yes, I don't take the bars too seriously. He helped create a genre of rappers fucking with the internet. Um, Joe Budden aside, Joe Budden took himself like is the antithesis to that because he would hop on with uh depression bars and kind of like take himself super duper <laughs> seriously. And it's like after a while, that gets tiring. People want something that they can use to escape from the shit that makes them not want to get out of bed in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's it's just different. It, it is what it is for like different people. Like thank you, base God, 
um it's all good but ugly god on the list of individuals for me is kind of like uh an offshoot of Lil B and kind of like what he what he did you know what i'm saying people like Riff Raff. i i hear uh, that i hear that but mm-hmm. i respectfully disagree but i see mm-hmm. what you're i see what you're saying and mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. merit to it but i think i have a different observation because like that was like although what they may have done was similar i think the way that they went about it is two totally different ways because i cannot listen to a fucking little b song do you remember wow. that verse he had <laughs> you remember that verse he had on that little wayne like what was grove it? street yeah 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 yeah, Bro, yeah I do my nah nah hold nah 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 yeah no nah 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 yeah I do my thing bitch what's up young base guy came straight with the ballers that shit hold on no, that man. shit went okay. crazy I, that no, shit went crazy no it did Come not on, man bro. that does hey. not conventionally sound good ugly god Again. no matter what if if he if his subject matter is is one way goofy or another he's rapping his ass off at a high okay. level little b okay. is not rapping at okay. a high level he's saying he, stupid shit in a stupid way you, whereas i can't say the same thing about ugly god you, and, you and, too, sorry if i if, I, if yeah. I sound defensive i didn't speak for well, himself, so but. i'm not uh Maybe I'm, I can mediate this a little bit because I'm not I don't consider myself a Lil B fan. I basically got put on by Delancey because he was quoting Lil B a lot when I met him. Mm-hmm. Still do. Um, and I think I get it because Lil B is not right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he's not playing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's not playing a character like this is that's literally who he is. And I think right. from that angle, you could be like, like he's doing this thing and he's a happy dude. Like, cool. Maybe he could do a little more over there, a little more quietly, but like it makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, you know, Wesley Willis is an icon, especially here in Chicago, right? Like he has his place in history. D- does that mean that I want to listen to an entire Wesley Will- Willis album from start to finish? Like, not really. You know what? You know what? I will say thank you, Reggie, because for a second I felt conspired against. I was like, these niggas just met today. How we're both. I was like, I feel because cornered. I'm about po- to react. Dude, it's a popular opinion that Lil B sucks. I think. I, no, I don't want to say suck because there's some people. Bro, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Conventionally, conventionally. Uh, Lil B's rap style and delivery is abstract to say the least, and some yes. people get it, some people don't get it, and some you people know what? choose to listen to it. And then there's the rest of us. You know what? You know what? You know what? I respect that. That, that was that was a good this this conversation played out the way that it needed to. Because for a second, I was sitting here just going like I was like, but you, it everyone has something that works for them because if a nigga like that's older than me came up and was like bro you heard this chub rock mixtape i'm like get the fuck about my face dog like yo this african bombada i'm like bro it's not happening move around um but i'm happy that we actually approached this topic because it just reminded me of something that i recall watching and i would have forgotten about had we not discussed it in the first place and i also love connecting with people and i like that we found a certain wavelength to kind of hop on but I fuck around on YouTube. Who doesn't? And I came across what's the name of the YouTube channel? I don't think it's hot new hip hop, whatever. But they they bring up, you know, little discussions in the thumbnail of the YouTube videos that happen to pop up on there. And I got two music connoisseurs, uh, Rockwell as a DJ and then Reggie as a musician and drummer man. Um, There was a video I clicked on that referenced the bringing about and death of what was called clout rapping which was 
a genre of rap, as they put it, that was based around embellishing your your background, the things that you've done and being controversial with it and using that and that attention to kind of boost your raps, even though your rapping shit wasn't authentic and even though it wasn't good necessarily. And some of the the artists that they mentioned were uh Takashi Six Nine, uh Lil Pump, um uh is it oh I'll be getting these perp niggas like mixed up. I don't know if it was Joey Perp or Smoke Perp. I can't Smoke remember perp. who it was. Smoke Perp. Smoke Perp. Smoke Perp. Yeah, it was a light skinned niggas with face tattoos, I believe. Florida. Like, yeah, Florida. exactly. Yep, definitely him. Who else? Um Lil Tekka, who's like a newer Reggie. Let me let me know if you need me to explain. I know you don't be listening to new niggas like that, but like, I don't know Lil Tech. I never heard of that one. But but this Lil, is the same. Lil Tech got some hits. This is mm-hmm. over. Like the wave is over. It's done. It's done. They were saying that these things started because individuals realized they could get a whole bunch of attention from their their um, um, escapades than their yeah. actual music. Like when Lil Pump came out as a. Uh, fucking trump supporter and trump introduced him was like you don't know this dude he's big i tell you he's popular low pimp would you come out <laughs> and low pump little bitch ass came out with that big ass hat on the maga hat didn't even fit his head right he came out <laughs> and you could tell he was doing it in order to get maybe his album sales back up or in order to get some attention so he could be um you know get them hits and shit like that so i don't know how much that's really gonna change though because the way you know, like uh, media has been democratized in, in a, a small way, right? And then mm-hmm. if you want to float to the top when we're all inundated with mixtapes and singles and whatnot, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it, it, it'll probably go by a different name and there'll be slightly different aesthetics and characters and whatever. But mm-hmm. I think everybody's still going to try to become like a meme to get on. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, actually, YBN Namir, I think is his name, is, was was his name or is his name, was also mentioned in that because that nigga's from Alabama. He was talking about doing shit and being in the streets and whatnot and kind of. What? Uh, nigga, yeah, that nigga actually. You might from, need like, to pull up Google Scholar. Where someone's no, from doesn't oh, necessarily yeah. mean where they were living. You know what but, I mean? His his yeah that's true. I, I hear you. Though. I feel you though. I don't know. I don't know shit about. Yes. I'm not trying to defend him or nothing no, like no, that. No. But I, I feel you. I know. I know. Everyone, you know, everybody speaks on their own experiences and stuff. But he was talking about. He contradicted himself. I will give credit to this video, and I can share it like if you want to. But he made mention of, um, you know, yeah, I'm actually from over here. Blah blah blah. I wasn't really out here like that. And boom, 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 most of my friends that I communicated with were from the Bay Area. So what I ended up doing was adopting like a rap style according to that. But then in another interview, he was like, niggas knew me in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like I was out here and I was doing this and they back home, they blah, 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 blah. So motherfuckers keep receipts of shit like that. And I brought up this little tech nigga, Reggie, he, he a little nigga with braces and glasses and apparently has some like rippity raps about letting guns off and doing things and so on and so forth. But in the Genius interview, when they sit down and have the lyrics and ask artists like what they were about and what's going on, he, to his credit, he was uh, he was legit and was like, I don't have any guns. I don't I don't do this. Please don't approach me like I'm not from the streets. It's not. Um, he looks soft. You see him. <laughs> so you're seeing him for the first time, right? You yes. Him. Yes. So they brought up a reference and a comparison of that kid right there and how Rockwell, you remember Slim Jesus at all? Oh, God, Jesus. Oh, Drill yeah. time, baby. Hell Drill yeah. Time. 
There you Happy go. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Happy Black Slim History Jesus Month. Slim Jesus got brought up. We bringing it up. Slim Jesus. Reggie, are you familiar with Slim Jesus at all? God. Is that the, the skinny white dude with the long neck? Yeah, with the yeah. long neck. Yeah. With the drill. You remember that? It's like 2014 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Island Boys before Face Test. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, real nasty stuff. <laughs> have sorry. you have you heard <laughs> have you heard Drill Time before? Is that is that his biggest it, hit? I, I know I've watched one of his music videos. It was his only hit. Like it was when drill music was popping off really crazy. Honestly, if you if you play it and listen, I'll include like a few seconds of whatever in the episode so people can hear what we're hearing. So if you want to click play on it, like and just experience that for the first time before I say what I gotta say, I'm I'm jiggy okay, with it. On. I wonder if Hell he's yeah. really about the shits though. Bro, he he could be. He could be. He, he couldn't could be. be. I don't know. I don't know. I that is but true. I doubt it. I doubt it. Reggie, let me know when you hit and pray, play so I can shut the fuck up. Okay. That was enough. <laughs> hey, man, there's some people, people... want to be in a music video this bad where they're going to stand mm. behind and be like, yep, all that's true. He's going to do that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And... There's going to be people who are going to argue that say like, hey, man, like that shit sound good. That shit sound good. Don't it? That shit sound good, man. That boy's mm-hmm. spitting. You know what I mean? That, but that flow spit. was like everywhere at that time. Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. He's doing conventional stuff. Like he was, mm-hmm. he's sounding like everything else around him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, niggas got on his ass. He had to stop because one of the reasons that they said in the video that clout rapping, as they so put it, came to an end was because they started fucking with niggas who actually do this shit. You remember when Takashi 6ix9ine and whatever else had beef with Lil Durk? Um, it was like, hey, you need to kind of slow your roll a little a little bit and i think they said that people essentially saw through the antics and saw how corny that these things were coming from people who don't actually do these things and that they were fucking with people that actually do these things and kind of just saturating the market a little bit uh they cited things like record sales like album downloads and whatever else and so on so on and so forth so um, I would just like to mention that it's cool when people that actually have done these things or legends reach out to individuals that are deemed weird or or corny or unconventional to support them. So I'm going full circle to Lil Wayne reaching out to Lil B on the Grove Street party. That, that shit I was like, hey, look, I, that this whole conversation wasn't set up so I could do this, I promise. But I realized as I was saying it, I was like, hey, there has to be some sort of you know, legitimacy in there, like for me at least. But um, I prefer. I don't. I'm not saying I need a nigga to be a murderer if he gonna rap about murder music, but it does add something to it. And we got so many artists right now doing that shit. Whether it's Dirk or or Key Glock potentially, or you know what I'm saying, like that. It's it's out here in abundance. Stick to what you know. Sometimes it's can okay I get, can that. I give you a chance to double down on that? Yeah, give me that. When do you believe or not believe somebody? 
Like, is it like, because if you were listening to that drill time music and if you didn't know it was some white dude pointing guns, would you think that sounded good? Would you believe him? Or like, when do you validate or invalidate somebody? Um, I validate based on objective things. Um, for an individual to be like, yo, I'm gonna let that 40 bang. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Like, okay, cool have you done that like have you been arrested things that i can check and look up i'm like because mm, it's hard to go based off appearance you could tell a little bit like you can i think if you go off of where they're from and how they look you could disqualify a lot of people right away definitely definitely um and it's easy to do that i'm like all right cool like I- i'll see that shit like if chance the rapper you know what I will validate Chance the Rapper because he does things for the community and whatever else, but he has dropped some songs where he is like, I'll have somebody come and beat your ass at your job. He's saying, like, I'm not going to do it myself, but (laughs) I I could have this happen. Stop fucking with me. Let me love Jesus and mind my business, and there won't be a problem. I'm like, okay, that sounds feasible. Um, When I don't invalidate an individual is when they start touching, like, their inner growth when they start touching on things that they may have experiences and when they're experiencing there's like a realness to what they're talking about for example uh Kendrick Lamar you know what I'm saying we ain't seen this nigga transform from this all the way to that you know I've, I've been rocking with that nigga since like section 80 um since this EP what I yep, call it, like what's yep. it called like pussy pussy and Patron and whatever Pushing else Corinthians alien Corinthians. girl yup yup for him to drop only. those Facts, facts for him to drop all of that shit, you know, up to Good Kid, Mad City, up to Pimple Butterfly, up to Damn, and whatever it is that he needs to drop soon, because I thought I was going to get something before the Super Bowl, did not, I'm, I'm not mad about it, he said, do flows come and be patient, brother, I'm doing my best, but nigga, please, 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 like, like, come on, bro, for real, like, the Baby King features, they, they worked, they they still hold me down. I still get up and listen to them songs at least once a day. Uh, but I can't invalidate his his evolving as a person. Like, cause that nigga really is doing the shit. It seemed like to me, like when I saw him at Day in Vegas and he came out with a whole linen robe outfit, like no it was it was it was it was a little toasty out there. Like no nigga who's not really about his spiritual shit and doing these things is is gonna come out there and do those things so that's impressive to me so it's it makes it harder to uh to uh do those things you know what i'm saying and speaking of which have y'all seen that suit y'all saw that super bowl at halftime hell show, right? yeah mm-hmm. that shit was immaculate to me yeah uh, it was from inspiring. start to finish i don't know why 50 cent i didn't expect that i didn't necessarily ask for that but i wasn't mad that he was there it was an experience so, but he was just upside down and looking uncomfortable, and it was humorous. <laughs> I had questions about how he got up there and how he got down because after they cut away from him and brought him back, he was chilling on the couch when Mary. How it it's it's tough because uh, the youngest person here is into music, but I, I one question I had in my mind is like th- that halftime show felt like it was for like thirty to forty five year olds. Do you get what I mean? Like, I'm sure a lot of people enjoyed it. Majority of people watching enjoyed it. But it seemed like usually they try harder. Like, and I'm not not saying I want them to do that. But usually they try harder to be like, we got Aerosmith and Madonna and this rapper, you know, to try to please Mm -hmm. everybody. So Mm -hmm. I just thought it was interesting. And I wonder how people, you know, under 28 
who aren't super into music are like, okay, of course they know who 50 Cent is, right? But I don't know. I just kind of wonder how younger people or obviously like older white people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think they was into that shit because it was a good mix of shit going on. They had Eminem, which don't I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Rockwell, but like among amongst like the white folks, I feel like Eminem is also a staple. He's a staple in the rap community. Oh, he's like, our he's our, our first pick in the racial draft yeah, every time. Yeah. He's, there he's, you go. We it's got Eminem. So we'll be, yeah, you know, it's like yeah, it's like don't take him from us, please. Well, like, yeah, it's not Fred Durst. <laughs> not Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the nookie, so you can take that cookie. <laughs> hey, we're still trying biscuit. to we're still trying to trade for Logic's half white side. We've got some deals on the table. Don't get me started, bro. Um, um, <laughs> uh, Reggie, Reggie, don't don't claim that nigga. He was just like, bro, the biracial bars is like a little bit. I feel we're done sometimes. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. Yeah, nigga, what you know about that? Yeah, but, I think um, I think a lot of white people love the halftime show, um, and I think yeah. the age difference didn't matter because, like, it like people are so aware of those songs. Like, how many like memes have been made out of like the the next episode that like that's an yeah. iconic like piece of american history at this point or like that Definitely. is that guitar riff you know what i mean um Definitely. and uh i don't know dude i it's like i'm i'm super biased because you know i'm a hip-hop dj producer and all that kind of stuff so like i love that the coolest part about that whole thing i've seen though is uh, i've been following like these production companies that do like uh, the weekend stage design and they did like one of the Kanye tour stage design and it's like mm-hmm. this eight or nine different posts that has like a four paragraph uh, like damn near essay caption and it's like each section of it and they're like well when we first initially did it like the first thing we have to plan for is like getting it to set up in eight minutes and then collapsing it in six minutes and then with that we then like solved this problem and then like told this story and then told this story and like not a single image you saw was an accident. Like the views, the angles with how many people are in how many thing with like, all, you know what I mean? Every single image that you saw, every frame was so coordinated. Mm-hmm. And it's just like mm-hmm. such high, high, high level expert, like or execution, I think is the word that I'm yeah. looking for. And That's I think regardless I think that, of the um, music, it sounds, it looks great too. Sorry to cut mm-hmm. you off. Go ahead, Reg. Now, that's why I think that um, I never believed that that titty thing was an accident. For real? <laughs> oh, don't man, Justin Timberlake a bitch ass nigga, man. For real, like, and I was so surprised that... by the Katy Perry shark. But go on. Yeah, that was random. Yeah, this, the way that that played. What out, happened with the I... shark again? They had these people in shark suits as backup dancers, and one of the sharks literally knew none of the moves. And I'm wondering, like, how does that happen? <laughs> Mm, that shark yeah. was an was an industry plant and he was like hey put this on bro come on and then he just hopped out and just start percolating without knowing the routine basically <laughs> it's time for the percolate. i have um a question to ask you that will make us backtrack slightly but uh i just i was gonna ask you if uh, about like rick ross and stuff where you're talking about you know like gauging people's legitimacy but when i i was like looking that up roddy riches was in the news a month ago because he's been accused of false flagging. So how do you, are you a fan of his? How do you, do you feel like he's for real? Uh, so I have a totally different observation from uh, the Lance here. So my observation is first, does the music sound good? Okay, cool. Okay. Does it? Okay. Yes or no. 
am, am I going to want to listen to this sonically? Do these things make sense in my head? Does Lil B make sense in my head? No, it does not sound good to me. Ugly God sounds good in my head, so boom. Uh, Roddy Rich, I think, is an incredibly talented musician. Uh, really, really short, though. Good gracious, that's a short individual. Uh, anyway, I can tell. I can tell. Bro, he's teeny, but that dude can play piano. He can write incredibly well. And he happens to be from California and he knows his audience and what his audience wants to hear. Do I feel any type of way if he's ever held a gun in his life? Absolutely not. I okay. personally don't care at all. Um, okay. And that's why I think songs like Lil Tecca, where he's like talking about, I got black, I got white, what you want? Like that sounds really good to me. Like the mm-hmm. melodies that he's using to make, to, to, te- to use those lyrics that are more important to to me than the validation of whether or not it's actually true or not you know what i mean okay okay that's actually that's actually i respect that opinion that does make sense because as long as something sounds good to you then that's all that makes sense sometimes i also see like artists have characters you know what i mean like i think that there's times where there's like literally different characters speaking in different moments and stuff like that and like like j cole for instance said like by the time he got done with uh, whatever album was all about, like drug addiction and stuff like that, he was out of like personal stories to tell. He's like, I literally have been giving you guys my life since I graduated high school. Like, you know, every single thing about me. He's like, I want to write about somebody else. Like, I want to put on a different pair of shoes. And technically, that's invalidating their own stories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean. Yeah, no, no, you're not wrong. Like, for example, another artist um, that hmm, I actually have a question as well, because sometimes we find things out allegedly, apparently, about certain artists that we didn't know before. And it doesn't necessarily make you question who they are, or their music or where they're coming from and whatnot. But like recently, unfortunately, as well. Uh, there was an alleged leak of a whole bunch of celebrities um, like like sex tapes and whatever else. And also allegedly, because I haven't seen anything since. Um, let me see. Who was it? Shit, 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 shit. A whole bunch of rappers came out in support of Isaiah Rashad uh, specifically. Damn. Why? Crunky Duke Deuce specifically. Mm. Another Tennessee rapper came out and was like, yo, um, because well, let me start from scratch because there was an alleged video of Isaiah Rashad being intimate, sexually intimate with with dudes uh, and rappers came out and were like, yo, like who this person fucks doesn't make you nut. This doesn't matter. Like manage your business. Do what you got to do. Fuck it. Um, and to me, that felt that felt good to see people surrounding an artist that could potentially have been outed which shouldn't happen in the first place. Um, but I do know for a fact that there are people who would, if if this is the case and those are actually him, um, who would feel differently about this artist because of that fact about his character or who he is as a person. And I think that's where it starts to get into someone's authenticity or background for like the wrong reasons a little bit. Because we've seen so many times where someone's like hey he doing this now nah, fuck with that uh frank ocean being like yo you know this is the situation tyler the creator his his audience is a little bit more nuanced so 
I don't think he suffered as much backlash when he dropped songs alluding to the fact that he might be on the queer spectrum and stuff. Like I've seen Instagram videos of his niggas like kicking it with Freddie Gibbs and making jokes about, you know, being around dudes or whatever else. Like, and you know, it seems like a good time or whatever else. Lil Nas X, for example, in that like as he if he is who he is and how that happens, um individuals fuck with him for that and they don't fuck with him for that and stuff. So I don't know. I, uh, you know, life is like keeping and keeping your circles and your environments and your bubbles. I haven't had anyone around me like make a comment because I think most people either know enough. They've either grown and don't care about stuff like that or they know to not express a distaste for someone like that homophobia. Don't be on that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Or like, why does it fucking matter? Like, right. I, I think that I think that's another big part is like there's so many other things that we can care about. You know what yeah. I mean? And like who or what somebody fucks, like who I mean Yeah. Like, I, shit don't matter. Yeah, shit no, no, no. I'd rather watch a Nardwar interview than care about shit like that. You know what I mean? Like and I you mean know, that because like I'd rather learn something than be like, Oh, they're like yes. maybe it's this nail color that'll get me fucked by them. You know, like who yeah, cares? No. What? No. Yeah, shouts out to Nardwar the Serviette, man. Oh, that motherfucking is fucking amazing. He is he is a legend. I had a dream I had a Nardwar interview and I woke up and I was like, nobody knows anything about me as much as Nardwar does it. You know would you I mean? would you would you accept a Nardwar interview? Are you Nardwar? kidding like, me, dude? That's a testament. That's like a that's a like key performance indicator for like how well an artist is doing. You know what I mean? It's like, uh-huh. is their Wikipedia page bussing? Like yes. how many festivals do they do? Spotify numbers and all that kind of stuff. But then like those like yeah. nuanced things with like a nardwar interview or like a tiny desk performance you know what yeah. i mean like yeah there's a like a no jumper interview uh all types of yeah. shit you know what i mean exactly agreed agreed i really fuck with that honestly I, part of me would be a little bit nervous sitting down with that nigga i'm like all right what do you <laughs> what do you know They're like we are here with i'm like the last oh and you got suspended in <laughs> the fifth grade for burping the word bitch is this true i'm yeah. like how the fuck you know that bro because that really did happen so uh, t- i didn't think this. tell me about uh, that chicken alfredo you had last night i'm like bro who, <laughs> who the fuck you've been talking to guy i think honestly it's like more of a more of a personal security thing for me i'm like all right i need to know who it was that that gave you the g pass to all my personal info because now i, I got it. a whole bunch of uh, uh questions and stuff but um yeah, nah. So that shit was like kind of wild. Uh, I'm going I'm to circle back a little bit as well. And I like the fact that you brought up how everything that was done during a performance is very specific. Um, these paragraphs are brought down sentences and everyone is working actively and communicating these things during performances and stuff. Uh, I guess this is more of a your history type question, but uh, I've only recently been like a going to shows and festivals and like experiencing things type nigga because for a year or two we didn't have the chance to do that and i was like yo fuck it i'm gonna be out here um and there's an artist by the name of lil uzi vert that i'm mm-hmm. that i know you're familiar with who has been consistently late uh he was late at the lyrical lemonade show apparently and that caused like some ruckus he was yeah. late a day in vegas and like 30 minutes late and he was upset that he had to get off the, the set for scissor and he like threw the mic down and stuff have you in your working history have you had moments where it's just like all right because i feel like the dj is usually the person who's like i right, look just just play some shit for the crowd boom 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 boom. somebody ain't gonna come out soon 
um have you had to like put on your best improvisational hat and be like ah fuck and mm-hmm. if there has been someone like has it been more than once they've done this or like what in as a professional that's a good you- question man i think twice i think uh, that's probably happened the first time was uh and so i'm from born and raised in portland oregon and i dj shows pretty much most of the hip-hop shows through like 2012 through like 2016 so uh, some of the, some of the artists that that happened with was like Wale that happened in like 2012 when he was on his like ambition tour or whatever year that was. Um, I'm up there and I'm like looking at the timesheet and it's like, he's supposed to get on at nine 30 and I've been like hosting the show for the longest time. And, uh, I have like this specific rule that's like, and I hope if there's any DJs or opening DJs follow this rule, don't play the most important songs. Like don't play the most banging songs save that for the headliners dj so like the crowd has something like new and fresh to hear you know what i mean because like mm-hmm. it's, the first thing that comes to mind is like i heard bad and bougie one time like four times at a concert and it was just mm-hmm. you know what i mean like we don't want to hear that bad and bougie mm-hmm. four times so um that happened with wale he was about 45 minutes late and i felt bad and i just like ended up burning all of like the super popular songs and then his dj finally came up dj money shout out to him he's a legend uh and i was like sorry dude like i played all the shit he's like oh it doesn't even fucking matter and like he played something totally different and so it it worked out really well and then another time that happened was a uh, 21 savage was coming from california up to portland and like two of their tires exploded on their tour bus and so they were going to be like two hours late and so i ended up djing his chauffeur but like nothing like way too gnarly like that i did see lil uzi one time um ugly god and i did a festival in houston Mm -hmm. texas and we performed on the same stage as him and uh he finished performing or whatever and he's like i want to see who knows the words and just like underhand softball tosses the microphone like straight into the crowd and uh, you can just hear like vague voices or whatever he gets off the crowd he gets off the stage whatever whatever it's a bunch of fun and then uh in between so he was the second to last performer and so beck was coming up on that stage and uh like right like 10 minutes before beck you hear the dudes from the front of house like talk over the pa system it's like hey uh we know you guys have the microphone we can hear you please bring it to the front of house please bring it to the front uh, of house uh-huh. and they ended up getting it they got the microphone back so yeah dude <laughs> uzi does that uzi's got a nice softball throw nice little lob underhand oh yeah just like underhand uzi uzi a small yet powerful ass nigga that I dude tell, he glides he literally glides across the stage it's it's amazing mm-hmm. he's like a like a little what's the ghost pokemon haunter uh haunter yeah no yeah, facts yeah facts yeah. I seen that little nigga like crowd surf immediately, and this is right after you know they started cracking down on shows being um, as rowdy and whatnot. They was trying to be safer and stuff. This nigga just like came out thirty minutes late. First song was like yeah, and he was like, bro, you can't do that. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. <laughs> it was just funny because uh, you know I've, I've told the story a little bit before. Um, I, I guess in his ear they were like, bro, you you got to get off the stage. Like it's time. Like you was late. He 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 was like, they can't stop my rage. And the next thing I know they. Like his mic was not working and he was trying to talk into it and the crowd was confused. They cut his shit off and he was just like pissed off. And I'm like, that's, that's what happens, bro. Yeah. 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 That's, that is indeed what happens. But I mean, like at, at a certain point, like he's making like 
a thousand dollars every 30 seconds if not yeah. more so like he's getting paid what like seventy thousand dollars to a hundred thousand dollars for like 45 to 55 minutes of his time so it's it's dude he's making out like a bandit no matter what but i don't know like mm-hmm. people artists take that opportunities like that's a that's my time to interact with my fans this is my platform this is what you guys are paying mm-hmm. me for i'm trying to give you what you want and some people respect the rules. Some people are oblivious to the rules and some people are a little oozy. You know what I mean? So Yeah, for sure. Reggie, you've always been on time for your shows and whatnot. You always, you know, you play by the rules. You be helping. Uh, yeah, because I'm not shit. So uh, yeah, that's what I mean, you got to be a certain level to be able to be a dickhead like that. And I mean, I don't want to be, but it is frustrating. Like when I played at uh, Joe's on Wee Street last, I think Soundcheck was like so fucking early, like five or something. And we were and what the time only was ones there on? for Soundcheck at like 10. Ooh, ugh, huh? Okay. Yeah. So I'm just there for hours. Mm-hmm. That's weird. And you're not paid by the hour. This ain't that already. Mm-hmm. So, no. So yeah. No. That's weird. Okay. Maybe they said it tentatively at, at five so because they knew niggas had a habit of being late and shit. Um, I, Rockwell, I went with Reggie one time to the Cubby Bear, I think it was. It's okay. like a member of like the entourage. So that was my only time getting to, getting to experience what it looked like behind the scene. I was in like a little green room area, kicking it and shit. He was like, you with, you with the band? I'm like, yeah, I'm with the band. I'm with the band. And he was like, all right, cool. I was just helping to move stuff and whatever. So it was like kind of cool to have that experience. I have like a little tab where I could sippy sip some shit. But that's what's it, up. Thing, things are far more unorganized than I thought they were as a as a person who sees these shows and and just watches and thinks that everything is hunky dory. Like it's not the case. <laughs> I see like I see niggas with headsets scrambling, talking to artists and shit. Like yo, you need to you need to get your people. Where where is everybody at? Like get your people right now. Yeah, I feel that. Down. I feel that. I feel like all you got to know is like the one name. Like oh no no no, dude. I swear Scott said we're good. Like Scott Scott said we're yeah. good. And like mm-hmm. Scott may or may not be like the head of security or like the manager, like the venue manager or some shit like that. And mm-hmm. like that person is inherently scared of Scott or whatever the fuck that person's name is. You know what I mean? And like you just got to know that one person's name. And then once you can do that, you're in fucking God mode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is, yeah, you just got to fake it till you make it and whatnot. Um, at certain points, like we we do bring up some uh, some 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 local shit here and there. Um and the only thing that I saw, because I was thinking of shows and being in crowds and whatever else, uh, they they dropped in that uh, mask mandate in about, what, seven, eight days in Chicago? Or, well, the state is. not. I shouldn't say Chicago specifically. I don't think um, a lot is going to change. You don't think so? Niggas gonna be, you don't think niggas going to be breathing on each other all out of control again? And just Because I think a lot of these businesses are, are just, because it's still up to the business's discretion, and I think a lot of them are just going to keep it. They're just not forced to anymore, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, just because the state go with it, sometimes it don't mean the city got to go to go with it. But I think, I think the city is going to go with it, and I think, yeah. Also, a lot of businesses don't want to be the one singling out these things and shit like that. So, if I remember, they... um, it got rescinded for like a hot second. I went to like the the Walgreens in Chinatown, and it was like no mask, and I was like, okay, whoever the GM here doesn't care. But I think. I feel like there's going to be a fair amount of like restaurants and stuff like that that still want to do the masks for a, lo- a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. You think? I don't think it's going to be day one. It's just all no mask everywhere. 
niggas gonna be doing the avant thing just all up in your face from across the register just like breathing like i'm gonna be like uh, i just feel uncomfortable i i think i've been conditioned so far with everything that's happened to kind of you're behind a glass at work no no we no i am not no we are not sometimes no. sometimes we yeah. are sometimes depending on like where you are but even then it's like a pain it's not like a solid glass thing it's like that moving hanging from true. the ceiling yeah shit. that's true um, oh. yeah i'm like nigga the the, the doo doo particles can move around the panel <laughs> like it's not that's not how it's not keeping it out necessarily but at this point most people didn't caught the shit i think and i think the shit is also getting weaker so you know that's a positive spin on stuff but i don't look forward to the entitlement that comes with the state dropping that shit because you know I, i'm not trying to talk for you rockwell but we be coming across some niggas and it's just like bro hey bro i'm not i'm not trying to tell you again can you please like fix up because you're creating a situation right now like put Stop trying to breathe on me. Stop stop spitting on the window pane. Like you you just like, hey, some security, come get this nigga up out of here. <laughs> I feel it. Uh I just don't know what else we can do, man. Like we wore the mask. We still got the fucking COVID. We still Facts. we still got vaccinated. We still got boosted. Like what? Like Facts. I can't do shit else, man. And there's gonna have to be a point where like I trust the doctors, and if the doctors say that that's what we should do, those are the people that I listen to, and if they say that it's cool, then I'm going to trust the doctors. And when people are ready for that decision, that's up to them, but I've been wearing the mask when they tell me to wear the mask, and when they tell me I don't have to, I don't. So, yeah. I don't know, just yeah. because of my the my deepest feeling is that, like, I can't do anything else, you know what I mean? Yes. And maybe yeah, just, I... Uh... Yeah, go ahead, Reg. No, I was... Uh... I was talking to somebody about it uh, last week and it just, it sucks. Like, I think the only reason we had a mandate is just, or I don't want to say the only reason, but I think it had a lot to do with, we're just dicks, you know, like we it, here in America, for the most part, you know, you don't wake up, you're like, oh, my throat's a little sore. Let me just like wear a mask at work all day just to be courteous. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. if more people had an attitude like that, like, oh, I might've been exposed over the weekend. Like I'll just wear a mask at work for a couple of days and like, see how I feel. If more people were like that, I think we wouldn't be in this place right with the the mandates the way that they are but because everyone's a dick yeah you're not wrong man i'll never forget working one of the gigs and i'm talking to a nigga like hey bro so when you when you come in like just make sure you got your mask on when you talking to staff and whatever else uh i got no i got immunity i was like hmm i don't even i don't even talk to these niggas no more like if you got friends that you coming in with like if it's just you i'm gonna talk to you and be like hey bro all right cool you you don't have immunity in these these four walls so if you want to be in here you can do this if you don't you ain't got to be here so there's that but he came in with like a in a group of five or so i looked at who i assume was maybe his wife his friends cousins i don't give a fuck because they all look like looked at him like bro for real he did not pass the vibe check so you know, he stepped past me a little bit because I checked his ID and I looked at them and I was like, hey, yo, is he going to be a problem? And they all was like, uh, no, I'm going to get him. And they walked in, huddled and like they left immediately because nice. I was about to get in his ass like nice. an enema. I was like, bro, I'm not I'm not playing with you, dog. Like it's it's I consider it like a house guest type thing. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Absolutely. If you're yeah, you outside, you can do what you want. You can raw dog oxygen all you want to. Cool. Knock yourself out. But when you walk into any establishment, no matter if you're there to buy something, no matter if you're there to sell something, eat something, just just pay attention and look out for somebody other than your fucking self. Like, yeah. all right, cool. You coming in this bitch to buy 
a, a McMuffin that you have to assemble yourself. I get why you're mad, but these are people that have people that they love and care about. So don't breathe on them. The, yeah, the I think it's a, a huge opportunity to just like show respect. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, do you want yes. like, like uh, it's easy. I, like it doesn't make that big of a difference to me whether or not mm-hmm. I wear a mask, but to some people it certainly will. And so yes. I feel like it's if that's what is going to make me pass the vibe check at least that's yeah. uh, you know what i mean like that's what yeah. i have one for um, yeah and i think uh that's i'm i'm a i'm in front of uh, earlier i said trust i trust the doctors and what the doctors say but what i trust more is people's judgment that i'm in front of and so like if someone is telling me to put on a mask then that's more important to me than yes. what a doctor has to say because that yes. is someone that's right in front of me someone that i'm interacting with in that moment rather than exactly. like a article that's been cited by somebody else that I sort of, sort of, sort of trust. You know what I mean? Right. For sure. And like I like to put it, it doesn't cost you anything to not fuck someone else's day up. At the very least, you don't have to go out of your way to make someone's day. Just you can do the bare minimum and at the very least not cause a problem. But to fuck some shit up, you got to be you. You wasn't raised right, in my opinion. So it's just like, bro. All right. Leave that shit. Let that shit go. Oh, I got a little bit of beef with Walgreens. I'm going to say this. It's like a personal story, like a little bit, but, and then Reggie, I'm gonna check in with you, um, and see like, if you have anything as well before we let Rockwell go on about his, his projects and like what he's been working on and stuff. But my beef with Walgreens is this, I went in and purchased some Oreo thins, which are kind of, kind of bussing a little bit because sometimes that, that cream ratio is a little bit too much. Double Hell stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm in my early, I'm in my early thirties now. I don't need the double stuff. Regular, sometimes that's a little bit too much. It's that shit too sweet. So the thins, they be bussing. I bought a pack, got to the crib, realized they was already open. Not, not like someone that opened the top, but the bag was busted open, like maybe in the box or some shit. I'm like, hey, that ain't right. I go back to Walgreens, mask on, real respectful, hands washed. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I walk up to the register. I wait in line actually because I was like, where can I? handle returns or you know swap outs and they're like oh in the register it was a big ass line i waited in the line real patiently i got up to the front and i was like hey i got the receipt right here you know this is the bag i was just in here last night i just wanted to swap out this pack of oreo thins because when i got them these motherfuckers was exposed to the elements and she takes my receipt she she's making eye contact with me this entire time she scans it goes boop she looks at me and goes yeah we can't do that what huh i was like wait Wait, what you mean? She's like, yeah, you can't return these. I'm sorry. I was like, oh, okay. Well, at the very least, like, if you is it possible to get like an exchange? Can I get an unopened pack because it's compromised? And I'm I'm fingering the hole at this point because I'm yeah. like, look at this. Like, there's no way for me to get a cookie out of this. This is just the package. You know, I, I all of these are uneaten. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do. I was like, oh, why would she say that to you? That doesn't. Make I sense. don't. You know what? And I've been trying to have higher vibrations. You know, I try to exude like positivity around me. I've been trying to do what I can to actually make people's day. And I had a choice in that moment. I was standing there, had just waited in line for like 10, 15 minutes. And she was like, no, I'm sorry. And I was like, damn. And a voice in the back of my head was like, send this bitch up. I was like, do I want to? The fire alarms, like, the fire alarms right there. Yeah. I was like, I could, I could. But I was like, you know what? Okay. You know what? It's all good. Because the line was long again. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to let that slide. And I just tossed them out. And I was like, maybe I'll go buy some more. Fuck it. And I looked and the line got long as fuck again. I took that L, y'all. I took that L. I was like, I'm going to just 
I'm going to just let her enjoy her day. I'm going to let these people go on about their business. I don't want to be that person asking for the manager in the Walgreens. When people got places to go, people getting COVID tests, like blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know what? There's bigger fish to fry. I'm going to let that shit go. So I'm going to just, that, that's not a lesson or anything like that. I was just saying that because I felt infringed upon because it's still I February. Think it is. I think it's a lesson. Yeah. It's I, hope, a, I hope you feel better. Yeah, I do. Because I was like, you know what? People got places to be. Who knows what she going through? Who knows what these people on the line going through? I don't want to hold this shit up for some cookies. I'm going to just chill out and not cause a ruckus. And, you know, honestly, because the whole the whole thing I got was like five dollars off because of the Walgreens points and shit like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to trip about it. It was it was essentially free. I just tried, had to think positively. But that, you know, I'm just, just spreading the word. Just if you can if you can move through life in a way that won't cause ripples for other people, like let's just do that. Mask on, mask off, whatever it may be. I'm down with that. Um, Amen, man. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Hell yeah. Congratulations Hell. on taking the high road, my friend. Thank you. That, we, that shit we hurt it. You. That shit hurt it, but I did it. It hurt it right so, in the Oreo thin. Right in the Oreo thin. I still ain't had none. I'm like, Kick you in your the, thins. Break them holes. But Reggie, did you have anything that you want to slide by the the community? Uh, not too much. Uh, I was kind of excited to talk about that Dave Chappelle thing, but I feel like I personally never got a really satisfactory answer. And maybe it's just a simple answer that he's just a, a total villain now. But, you know, it's like, it seemed like there, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? That whole housing yeah. shit that Tipper Tantrum had. And I was like, no, waiting. I don't, what, being a I landlord or something like I don't that? know if I know I'm what you're talking about. I'm not so he, trying to... He, he lives in this small town in Ohio, right? And yep. then he went to their uh, whatever board meeting uh, in Yellow Springs. So they had some sort of uh, land development plan. And he like went to the meeting and he's like, hey, man, like if you move forward with this shit, I'm pulling all my like business prospects out because I guess he was going to like open a comedy club and do some other shit. And then it shows him saying that, then then walking off. And everybody's like, yeah, man, this dude is against affordable housing because apparently that was supposed to be part of it. And I kind of don't know if it's that simple because they can say that they plan on putting affordable housing in and not do it. Right. So and I mean, I didn't look it up again today or potentially even yesterday, but this happened like a week ago and I there's no update. So I don't know. I don't want to like harp on it. And then we don't really know what's going on. Um, mm. Other than yeah, Yeah, man, like. The, since the last time we recorded, man, I've just been fucking annoyingly busy, but mm-hmm. I'm going to try to fix that soon. Okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. Let me know when you're trying to kick it, do some stuff. I mean, no, I'm going to start Wednesday. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you got hey, a switch? This bitch. You got your own switch, Reg? Uh, yeah. Well, you know what's funny about that is uh, I feel like such a fucking douchebag for admitting this, but like I was really, I remember when I wanted to get a switch, I think maybe i had a hard time getting one it was pre-pandemic but i think it was like a period of time where it's hard to get one i finally got one and i played switch like every night in bed for like the whole summer and then i just like never touched it after that and then last week i was like man where's my switch man i gotta charge it up i was thinking about getting that metroid game because i love metroid and i was looking i couldn't find i was like damn did i let somebody borrow it and it's like on the dock Mm -hmm. now that just seems Mm -hmm. like such a fucking privileged it it <laughs> i mean you're not have. the only one like the thing with certain consoles especially like a switch like it's it's 
it feels good it's convenient it is what it is but when you're not playing it you're not playing it it's it's a polarizer but when you are playing it you own that bitch mm-hmm. for for hours i feel the so same I way feel... about my vr headset like i'll lock mm-hmm. in for like two weeks and use the shit out of it and then forget it for like two months mm-hmm. and i remember you fuck. telling me you like can program stuff and do all kinds of oh shit. that's a whole other episode yes dude i've been building yeah. worlds i got this one world that's like at least a thousand acres that's got like a disc mm-hmm. golf course on it and a rocket that you can launch i don't know mm-hmm. think of like zombies map without the zombie oh man oh yes that, that's kind of legit did you honestly. put some uh some anime waifus up in there to hang out <laughs> Not quite, not quite, not quite. It's still so early, man. To be honest, it looks like shit. Like those, these metaverses, (laughs) like, like fucking, like the Horizon Worlds looks like shit. Like it is not polished yet. Could you use that to play them games? Certain platforms be saying you won't last 30 seconds in at all. (laughs) Is it, is that, is it possible to do that? Cause I know they got, I know they got, and I structured I structured that care that question very carefully. If you get it, you get it. (laughs) But I know certain videos and like things do exist. I was I just you can just just, yes or no. You ain't got to go into details. No, I don't know shit about that. I'm not. I'm not in the market. That's all I needed. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. uh, Quickly, I am. uh, I'm. I'm somewhat interested in in all that, but I'm. I'm waiting to see how good or crappy the playstation one is because mm. mm. yeah the I trick is the trick is is to have something that has inside out tracking where there's cameras on the headset pointing out so you can walk around in your own space and mm-hmm. opposed to just being like stuck to like being stuck on like essentially a swivel chair in 360 degrees kind of see what yeah, i'm saying yeah. so like yeah the yeah. oculus uses like tracking devices in one way or another i'm not sure i don't know much about the playstation but yes dude i don't think anybody does they basically said like yeah we about to like do psvr2 for ps5 but they're not really there's not a lot of details yeah mm-hmm. there's there's so many I don't, I don't know there's there's a lot to unpack and it's still so new you know what i mean i've, I've been it's really like excited that. about it for a really long time and Oh man, I'm ready. I'm ready when the world is ready, dude. I read Ready Player ready. One like ten years ago or however long it was, and changed my life. I saw the movie, didn't see the, didn't read the books, but oh. it was it was cool. I would I would check out the books though. Honestly, oh my gosh, it. dude, it goes into but, so much depth about like how schools can operate and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm down with checking that out. So we got we got a little bit left. Uh, if you want to explain like what it is you've been working on, what drives you what it is you're dropping um and your overall vibe and whatnot that you know rockwell i'm interested in hearing it because i've been clicking on the links and like listening to your shit which i'm highly f- fucking with because they are highly fuck withable thank you but i want to hear yeah of course you are a master at your craft i want to uh let you lay it on down real smoothly i appreciate that man well let me uh, warm up the butter knife to lay it down real smooth uh so <laughs> um so I got to be reach a certain level of success with DJing and traveling and all that kind of stuff. Um, the stars were aligned appropriately, and I got to get to a point where like I can never you can never take things away from me, and like that, and I feel confidence and almost a sense of like closure that like what I got to achieve is is so special that like I don't really ever want to be like. Like, why can't I do this again? I should be more thankful that it ever happened in the first place. 
Um, and so I'm kind of like at this point now where I'm like, I have closure on that first whole segment. And then I'm trying to like reestablish myself in a new city and like try to do, see how I want to spend time with music and how that has been manifesting is these DJ mixes and making beats and, um, uh, having a lot of fun, like picking my own lane inside of like what, what purpose my DJ mixes serve. And so like, um, I like chilling throughout the day and stuff like that. And then, um, I, my higher energy, like late night stuff may sound like, a I don't know. I, I think it's, it, there, there's more room to stick out in the kind of like lower key, more chill type of good hip hop rather than like what you expect to hear at like a club, like play all the hits and stuff. There's not as much room for creativity as, as the other so I've been doing mixes like that. Um, and the goal that I set for myself was to have 12 mixes out by the end of 2022. That's the year, right? Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I'm well. I'm, I'm on my way to being closer at 20 mixes to be released Ooh. this year. So that's okay. that's going to be cool. Um, so trying to like keep this momentum that I'm feeling in this like sort of uh, just like a new a, a new um, observation, like a new lens to like measure my own success. Because before it was like, all right, well, how many frequent flyer miles do I have? Like how many festivals are we playing this summer? Like how many people were at that show? Like how many people were, how many of those were sold out? Like how many of those were, we were opening for somebody versus like, how many were we with the headliner? Like there's so many different ways to measure success. And I started with my own thing was like, I want to say that I have a bunch of music that people can find and listen to. And that's looking like 20 mixes on SoundCloud. So I've released two so far. Uh, today is Sunday to the 20th, right? Yeah. So um, my second one came out, Grayscale. Um, so I've been releasing them on SoundCloud and then also the videos on YouTube. Check it out. Um, mm-hmm. recreate or medicate however you see appropriate or not mm-hmm. you know you can it, they the mixes do great with a glass of water as well um, they're great for driving and um, I don't know and then I got some EDM stuff coming out too that I think is a lot of fun that's like the much more like high energy like nighttime like club feeling you know what I mean like what I would play when I want to party you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, yeah and then music production wise um, so uh Western music, we have this thing called the circle of fists that like tells us what key a song is in and that's skipping a whole bunch of stuff. And so I'm trying to make a song in every minor key, uh, music theory nerds know what I'm talking about. And so, um, there's some really cool interval and really cool sounds you can do with going from one key to the next. And so I'm trying um, to have 12 pieces out. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm not a music theory nerd. Uh, I only recently like picked up the bass again just to like try and learn things and stuff. So I'm starting from scratch. But I am familiar with the Circle of Fifths yeah, from YouTube. Man. And I saw the Giant Steps uh, background info uh, video and they brought up the Circle of Fifths. So I know I know that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with that. That's awesome. And I, I wanted you to let you keep talking and stuff. But before I forget, I wanted to commend you for being grateful for the experiences that you've had and also being passionate about the things that you do. Cause I've reached that point many times where I'm like, you know what? Um, instead of mourning what it feels like I've lost, I need to celebrate what I've had and I need to just persevere because it brings me joy. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a, that's a good hump 
to get over. And yeah, man. I, I highly fuck with that. I appreciate like, that. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. I suffer from like identity syndrome. Well, I'm making my own shit up, but like, like, what am I? What do I do? Like, what am I doing that I can tell somebody that I am or I am not? It's like brings mm-hmm. that back to ties in that whole idea of like validating whether or not you believe somebody yes. in their shit or not. Um, yeah. I like when people are like, oh, you're a DJ. And then I'd be like, no, I'm a real DJ. Like, what the fuck does that right. even mean? You know what I mean? And so right. like, I thought about those things way too much. And like, even I, I got my 10 year, my 10 year high school reunion and people like, I'm worried about that type of shit. Like people are like, are you still yeah. doing this? Are you still still fulfilling this identity that I, that I know you mm-hmm. used to do previously? And right. I'm so much more excited to tell people about like what I did this weekend rather than mm-hmm. if I'm doing the things I used to do like a couple years exactly. ago. You know what I mean? Exactly. Honestly, that's, that's, it's a setup. You know, we know dealt with a, a, a worldly trauma of the last few years of experiencing the same things. And the best we can do is, be good to ourselves and nice to ourselves. And I think that's the existential shit does kick in. We can have moments like that where I'm told Reggie, like, bro, I don't be knowing what the fuck I'm doing. And we're, you know, we got some, a few, like a a few years on you. Like I think niggas and I say niggas as general people, um, winging it, trying to figure it out, just trying to see what's going on. But as long as you don't lose whatever it is that drives you. And as long as at the end of the day, you're able to say what it is you're about and what it is that you're working on and what it is that you like to do, that's a start, you know, and not letting people define that shit for you or let their opinions of what it is you're working on, like seek, seek too deeply into your shit. I think it's a step in the right direction. So I definitely feel, feel you on that one. Thanks, Um, man. You should do a podcast. Uh, you know what? I've been considering. I've been I've been considering it for this I podcast bet. is one of those things. Yeah, that's like we, saying, we don't get paid man. for this shit. Yeah, yeah hell yeah, we don't get paid for this shit. We just do it. Yeah, Nike you know what I mean. And I, I think it's cool that you, we can just like spend our time doing the things that we want to do. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. again here we are existential again, fucking way way above the stratosphere, looking back down. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, so uh, doing all the DJ and stuff, and then trying to find the right way to release all these beats that I think sound good, some that I think do need hip-hop artists to rap on, some that don't. I don't know. I just like making music sounds good. You know what I mean? No, exactly. I fuck with that. Uh, how long you been in Chicago again? Oh, we moved here August of 2020. So coming August up on two years in like six months or something That's- like that. That's enough years, uh, in my opinion. At some point, I would like to hear you do a house mix if you feel comfortable. Oh, bro, I got them on that. deck, dude. I have. See, that's the thing. I'm sitting on like I. Th- I think I have like seven entire mixes and like videos that are just like ready to go. That I could, mm-hmm. if I wanted to, if I woke up tomorrow, I could dump it all out right now and just like pour it all out and all that kind of stuff. But I want to mm-hmm. stagger it out. I want yeah. to stick to kind of like this idea of a rollout because I think that's a cool industry term that I always wanted to say that I had for myself. And so I'm using this cool, <laughs> like, I don't know, just like yeah. validating myself because who the fuck told yeah. me not to. Um, okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, like I, I got you, bro. I'll, I'll fuck it. I'll send you the private link like tonight. Okay. I'm like, I'm down with that. Like, in, and if you got some with the percolator and that, that's automatically going to be some shit that I'm going to go back with. For. Uh, I got you, bro. I got you. That classic okay. Chicago, bro. That's, there's a whole, there's a whole folder for that on my computer. Ooh, my body is ready. It's lit. <laughs> uh, honestly, also 
I had a question because you mentioned like production a little bit mm-hmm. as well. Is it possible? Would it be possible for us to commission a bad beat? And when I say bad beat, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, like yeah. you hear certain. Yeah, you know, like dude, I'm so sad. My favorite bad beat got taken off of TikTok that my wife had showed me. Oh my uh-huh. god, dude, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, real? Yeah, dude, I be. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Red. Yeah, turn that shit turn up. Turn that shit all the way up. Turn that shit up. Bro. Oh, <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. That's motherfucking bars, nigga. What you know about that, nigga? Yeah, no, I was facts. legit listening to that in the car the other day because, like, there's I I kind of like it. <laughs> can 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 we at least admit that it is some sort of musical talent to like be able to like dip into dip into it and create some shit like that. Like it's bad, but it's also good. Like how the fuck there's something about it. Can't let it it go. It's because nothing sounds like that. (laughs) No, nothing, nothing intentionally sounds like that. Like nobody has ever bounced an audio file out of like their Ableton or Fruity was whatever they use. That is like this combination of shit and been like, huh, this is a good idea. And now here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I know we wrapping up. So I just want to drop this. Let me see. Mm. This, shit, this shit goes. Oh, I'm beating my man? feet. My feet are beating right now, man. My feet. I'm, 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 I'm tapping my head. I'm moving my head all crazy, <laughs> honestly. But yeah, nah. If we can, if we can work on that, I would like to. I wouldn't mind having like a custom bad beat for the podcast. You know what I'm saying? That'd be kind of wild. So we can, we can discuss that on the side if you're trying to do that. I but. can't wait, man. Well, I'll contact my lawyers and have them contact your lawyers. <laughs> nigga, I can't afford lawyers, nigga. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, but. Honestly, it, it's been a pleasure, dude. Like, you know, there's there's certain people you you automatically like sync with and your energy is like in, in the same place and stuff. And I appreciate you being on and I appreciate you as a person. And this has been a blast. So I want to I want to say thank you for sitting with us for like an hour and a half and shooting the shit of on a Sunday. Of course, night. man. Thank you so much, Reggie. Thank you so again so much, man. We'll go we'll go jerk it out like the new boys in them over at the spot. <laughs> Go figure out what that menu looking like. Thank you guys so much. And I appreciate y'all for following. You guys are on the 83rd episode. Listen to that. Yes, we are. That's Mm -hmm. that's that deserves its own testament right there. That's a it's a huge uh, you guys got a lot of content and this type of stuff inspires me as well. And so uh, Mm. thanks for the platform to let me fuck around and shoot the shit. You know what I mean? Of course, man. Like, you know, it's we all we got, honestly. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah. I'm down with all of that, dude. Like, so. I really appreciate that, man. That that really hit me in the heart just now. Like I just made a face, like oh fuck. I almost let a thug tear slide out, but I held it. My eyes are not juicy. How long? So how long do you think it would take you guys to count to eighty three? Uh, I can do it pretty quick. I feel like uh, I'm not gonna put myself on the spot <laughs> right now because I don't want to fuck up and have it have to edit it out. But nah, that's pretty uh, that's much funny. it. Uh, Reggie, I'm. I appreciate you as well. I know often we we say things to like the people listening and our guests and stuff and we show love but honestly we wouldn't be at the 83rd episode if i mean if we wasn't together you know what i'm saying so like we 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 making it happen we doing what we got to do we goofing around and it's been consistent so i appreciate you as a friend and as a co-host and as a fellow content creator Hell yeah, man. I remember there was a couple times I used my last uh, $4 of gas to get to your house to record. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. And it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. It's, these, things are, these things are therapeutic in a way. Um, but 
that's about it. You know, this episode has been real cathartic. It's been a real positive and pleasant experience. If you got some shit you're going through, hopefully we can say it's some shit to help you get through it. You know what I'm saying? And even if that's not the case, take your time. You'll you'll get where you need to be if you, you just keep at it. You know what I'm saying? For whoever may need that. But until then, this has been another motherfucking episode of Spit Sessions. Uh, be good to yourself. Be good to those around you. Don't breathe on people unless you have consent. Um, and I, I think that's about it. Should I use a bad beat as the outro? Is that yeah? Do that? Yeah, let that All shit right, ring I out. I think uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that shit. All right, cool. We we out. Peace. Let's, let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's. Hmm. All right, bye.